Jacques Berman Webster II, aka Travis Scott, has taken over pop culture. From music to the Kardashians to McDonald's, Scott has his fingers all over the place. What is it about Travis Scott that people love? Do we love Travis or any other celebrities that much? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the Travis Scott Takeover. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me via Zoom, a big time celebrity himself. It's Dukes with the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauché, what's happening, man? I'm doing well. It, it, is it Jacques? Because I feel like that's one of the coolest names I've heard in a long time. Um, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, I kind of I kind of wish that was my name, to be honest with you. That's <laughs> but uh, doing good, Fauché. How about yourself, man? I am doing well. We are back recording again after some uh i had some dog uh emergencies over here that we had to take care of and uh but we are back we're gonna be back hopefully once a week uh as often as we can we got some, i we i made a schedule we have some good upcoming topics coming out that you're not gonna want to miss but man this week i just had that we just had to discuss the travis scott takeover basically is what it is um and yes his real name is jacques berman webster the second I mean, if that's not like one of the greatest names, I don't know what is. No, but it's, we know for sure it's pronounced Jacques. I mean, I, I, what else could it be? J-A-C-Q-U-S. Jacques, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I think I heard somebody else say Jacques, I think, but... Could be. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Could 100% be wrong. I hope I'm not because I hope it's Jacques because, I mean, either way, it's a cool name, but... Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to get into it, but celebrity to me is just a super interesting thing. I feel like there's a couple celebrities, like some people just go crazy for everybody or uh, a lot of people. I feel like there's, there's a certain, there, somebody, there's always somebody that you go, go hard for or really support or, you know, you'll do anything for them. Um, and man, that's, that, I think that's why we're here today. We're going to talk about Travis Scott. We're going to talk about everything that he's doing, where he came from, what, you know, all the, a lot of the different things that he has uh, going on from music to clothing, to shoes, to, you know, Kardashians to McDonald's, all these sponsorships, all these things. And then we're also going to look at some, you know, if there's any celebrities that a couple celebrities that we love or that we would support this hard and, and love. Um, but do you have any, you know, anything before we kind of get into the body of this conversation? Well, I think, I mean, I, th- I just think overall the, the, the concept of it, this episode kind of took me by surprise, to be honest with you, you know, we don't uh, together before we, we record, we obviously collaborate a little bit. We kind of figure out, you know, what's on the agenda. We don't go into too much detail because we want to save that for the pod, the actual recording, obviously. But I'm not going to lie, when this one came up as a topic, I was kind of like, oh, okay. So even myself, I'm not really sure what this conversation is going to consist of, but I'm interested to see where you're going because yet again, when it comes to the music side of things, I feel like we might be on two ends of the different ends of the spectrum on this. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of going into this blind, to be honest with you. I'm not sure where your your either your love or your hate or your middle ground for Travis is. I, I really don't know. This is a, this is as a whole, even outside of the pod, is a conversation that I don't know if we've ever really kind of touched on. So uh, I, that's all I can lead into. Is just like we're going to go into this. You know, the the listeners and myself, we're, we're going in this together on this one. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I was sitting to think, you know, I was writing out a schedule and, and trying to come up with some ideas. Some, you know, we're going to, the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some things that we've hit before, but we're also going to have some new stuff. 
And I was just like, man, I feel like, you know, we're both music lovers. We kind of like this, yeah. most of the same taste in music. We, we're big hip hop and R&B fans and, and reggae and stuff like that. But that's just, we never really talk about music, I feel like. And I wanted to come up with an, a, a conversation that centers around music, but also, sure, we're going to hit on the Travis Scott music career. But man, there's so much other things that he has going on that I'm just so interested in that I think it's just going to be an overall conversation, one, about celebrity as a whole, and two, just about Travis Scott's celebrity and how he has blown up over the past, I guess, six months to a year. He's really blown up. And maybe within the past three months, it's been even crazier. Um, but you know, the, the first question that I have for you is, what is your, your history or background with Travis? Would you consider yourself uh, a big fan of his, his? I guess we'll talk about music first. Would you consider yourself a, a big fan of his music? And overall, you know, were, you, were you with him since day one? Or you know, once he got popular, what's your background? Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say so. I know that no matter what you say when it comes to an artist and like claiming to be, you know, there for day one, there's always going to be people that were writing with that person, that artist before that. I, I realize that. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But I would like to think I was in there in the beginnings. You know, I remember Travis way back uh, in the first, which I don't even know if, to be honest with you, I was just kind of looking up some stuff. I don't even know if they classify this as an album, but I think it was back in when it was a mixtape which was way back, it was uh, the Owl, Owl Pharaoh, I think. And uh, that had came out of nowhere for me. And I, and I remember being in college. I, I'm looking at this right now, and it says it was 2011, which would have been right around my second to third year in college. And I just remember this dude kind of coming out of left field with this totally different sound, this over, I mean, Listen, the, the auto-tune thing with T-Pain had, had been around for years, but this was like taking that auto-tune and adding like a hardcore phaser to it and then ramping it all the way up to like 20. And then he would throw like these crazy audio effects on his vocals and then put like, like basically what was happening is at the time I was going to uh, audio school, I guess school for audio, you know, I was an electronic arts student. And he was doing all these things that all my audio teachers were saying, don't ever do. Don't ever do this in the studio. Do not, don't, don't throw all these crazy combinations of plugins and effects and all these things. And he was doing all of them at once. And it sounded awesome. It was like, that, I was like looking around like, what are, you, what are you guys talking about? You know, like this, this is crazy. It was totally different. And it was so clear that this guy had his own sound, man. It was like this super dark, kind of grungy, but still would get you fired up at the same time. Like you could work out to it. Right. But you could also like steadily Bob your, you know, it wasn't something to where you couldn't, it wasn't so hardcore that you couldn't also play it at a party, you know, like some of these like clear workout songs. It's just, it just had a vibe for, I think all different moods. And he really came out with a bang because the first album that, or that, that mixtape I thought was great. But then from learning from, from like, what is this? Who is this guy? What, what is going on? Travis Scott. I'm like, interesting. Okay. Uh, but then I started realizing that he was also at that time, I was really big and still am on the production side of hip hop. So I actually knew him more of a producer than he was actually the rapper. And I knew that what had happened was from my understanding was that Al Farrow was actually like a side project because what I understood was at the time he was actually signed to a contract for being a, a producing contract, which I think at the time might've even been good music, like Kanye's uh, good music. And so I started like, who is this? And at the time I was really big into, into good music at the time as a whole. And so I started just doing a little bit more research and digging. I was like, 
okay, he's got a couple credits here. He's got a couple songwriting credits. Like, oh, and I'm like, who, you know, just who is this guy? Come to find out though, that like, they actually, Al Farrell as a whole, I wasn't really huge on, but it had some huge, huge songs for me. Like the songs that I really love, like, uh, uh, I think there was one that was just called like La Flame. Upper Echelon to this day is one of my favorite songs of all time. Like Upper Echelon, I don't care who you are. Like if you haven't heard of Upper Echelon, you are really missing out. That is a legit jam. Bands with Meek Mill was also just like a huge banger right out, out, out the gate. And then they had, he had Quintana with Wale, which was also like, what like my mind was exploding man i was like what is happening here this is craziness it was stuff i had never heard before but immediately foshi immediately had me hooked so i don't know if that's necessarily the very beginning of him but from there i was a I've, to this day been a huge fan what you've said about everything outside of music has really been very interesting and i'm sure we're going to get into that but if we go all the way back to the my start it really was back, uh, all the way back to Al Faro, um, Upper Echelon, all that stuff that I was saying. What, what about you? Where, where, when did you feel like you came across Travis? Yeah, so, you know, I, this is why I love talking music with you because you go so in-depth on some of this stuff because you know more about it. You know, when somebody asks me about a, a song, I'm like, you know, I can kind of, oh, yeah, I like it. I like the beat and all this stuff. But I feel like I just, I can't actually describe what I'm listening to and all that stuff. I love the way you describe music and how you talk about it. But um, yeah, I was much later to Travis. So I, I mean, I don't remember the first time I got into him, but obviously the, the two big songs for me were Antidote and Goosebumps when those were uh, out. Okay. Those are the two really big songs that I first heard from him. And then um, when he dropped Astroworld, I downloaded that. I was like, oh, I'm just going to check it out. You know, somebody new. And man, when I listened to Astroworld, I felt like my, like my whole music experience my whole listening just totally changed because he has i don't know there's maybe like 15 12 to 15 songs on an album maybe even less than that but every song is like three songs in one he'll go from like one you know one beat to you know one beat and one you know whatever he has going on and then he'll just transform it into something else and then he'll transform it into something else and then that'll lead into the next song and that's what i know i've uh i love astroworld um i'm man i'm upset i, I didn't get go see him when he came through on, on concert on tour for that album or on that for that album. Um, I saw video, I've seen videos and it just looked like a blast to be there. Um, but even you know, I'll, a, a Kendra or a, a Travis Scott will come on, on my phone and Ellen will be like, Oh my God, who is this? And I'm like, this is, you know, Travis Scott. And she's like, Oh, you know, I've really liked this. It's just, it, he just doesn't. And I know everybody says this and he just doesn't sound like anybody else that's really doing it right now it's just a totally different sound and the auto-tune the every there's just so much production value i feel like that goes into it and that's i just love all of that so i came in it much later but i definitely need to set up some time and go back and listen to all these old things because i feel like if i'm liking what i'm hearing now i gotta go back and listen to what he did before well, that'd be really interesting, actually. I, I would like to kind of do a side project of that. It'd be interesting for somebody like you who kind of starts more at the end and go back to the beginning. Because for me, like I was saying before, you know, here I am listening to this. By the way, you know, when it comes to hip hop, I'm always looking and always open to all these different kinds of sounds. You know, I feel like everybody has their own, their own unique style, you know. And his was like beyond unique, you know. Here's this guy, like I said, throwing all these effects. But he's also making all these crazy uh, ad libs, all these crazy sounds, you know, the yeah, the it's lit. You know, he actually has terms now that like he's literally like coined ad libs, um, sayings that are like are his. 
And when he first came out, he called him. It was it was everything was La Flame, La Flame. That that was like his thing. Um, so it, you know, it's lit. You know, all, all this stuff. Like, I'm like, what what is going on here? And for me, I was kind of hooked in the beginning, but I can see even the jump from then to now. I think is huge. It's gigantic. I mean, he still kind of really stays in that same lane, but I I just feel like he's gotten so much better. And I'd be interested to see if you would feel the same going from you know, today stuff going, going backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We, I might have to do that. I know later, uh, later next month, we have a, a music thing planned out. We're going to listen to one whole artist and then come in and discuss. Um, but maybe we might switch it up and just do Travis. I think that, or just do a mini one where it's just, cause he doesn't have that much, you know, that much to go through. It's, it's not as much as some of these other people that we want to plan a week out for, but yeah, that might I think it would be interesting. It yeah, might be, it a, be a little mini episode. Cause I gotta be honest with you. Cause yeah, I, I kind of, I hate to be that guy, but I'm kind of already, I mean, he, he, heavy rotation already in the place. I mean, and, I, and all of it too. I, I mean, there are a couple songs that I don't really care for, but usually it's because of if he has somebody else on it that I, I really, you know, just don't care for. It's not really usually him. The other thing is, I, I, I've, I've said this about Travis before too, and I don't want this to turn into a huge, just like, uh, kind of ass kissing session. But Travis is also very unique as an artist to me, Foshi, because he's one of the few people that. And Drake's in this category too, but he's one of the few people that I feel like, especially nowadays, and this is something that I noticed over the years, a couple of things. Number one, I always thought it was unique, but he was always one of those guys that could be a guest, be a feature on a song, but ha- but actually have the majority of the song. That's unique to me. So like somebody has, it's, it's so-and-so featuring Travis Scott, but Travis has two out of three verses and does the chorus. And on top of that, what I always thought was interesting is go back and listen to all his features. Many times people have him start the song. He actually has the first verse in a lot of songs or the song starts with the chorus, the hook, which is Travis Scott. I always thought that was very interesting. You know, back when we were growing up, there was a big thing in hip hop, especially in the early 2000s. And I think it's always been there, but it was like people, you always heard these, these articles and these blogs about artists having to redo their songs because you know, back in the back when we were in high school, back in the uh, you know mid to late two thousands, you know, oh five to oh t- to twenty ten ish. You know, remember back that was like the big remix craze, right? Like you'd have a remix, you'd have forty five people on it, but everybody would be like verse conscious. So if I had you on my song, I would be extremely. There's no way I would let you out rap me. You would I would not let you kill me on my own song. And then we had all these things like the control song with, with Kendrick and Big Crit. I don't know if you remember that, but a lot of controversy. And so this, this, this idea of like, I'm not going to let anybody um, kill me on my verse kind of went away. But then all of a sudden people started having Travis Scott and he was taking over the majority of the song. And I thought that was so interesting. Even people like Lil Wayne, you know, the, let it fly off of, off of the last Carter. Travis, Travis is like two thirds of that song. And it's actually like way, way better than Lil Wayne's part, if you, if you ask me, you know, his verse. And I just always thought that was so interesting because now it's like not even, not even that we don't care about getting killed, but it's like this guy is so good. He's so powerful and can have such an effect on this song that like I'm going to basically, it's my song, but man, I'm, I'm gonna, I need you to do the heavy lifting. Drake's another one of these guys. There's a few out there, but man, that's what I'm saying. is like Trav, he really has ascended into this spot where it's like, hey, I need a banger. I need a chart topper. Like there's a few guys that you're going to call and he has really ascended to that spot, which is crazy to see now, man. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's, like I said, it's just, it's so interesting 
just, you know, where he came from and even just, like I said, even just six months to a year ago where he was and where he's at now. I mean, the dude is everywhere. He's, we're going to get there, but he's all over commercials. He's all over shoes and clothing. And he, you know, he has uh, Cactus Jack, his own producing company and all that, yep. and all that stuff where he started his own producer. And I think that's cool. If um, it would be interesting, and I, I have no idea, it would be interesting to see some of these artists, not even like just rappers or hip hop guys, some of these other musicians, if they started off as producers and then they came up and did music and where they, you know, where they are, like, I think it's, oh. if you start there and then you become that other, that music, hip hop producer, rapper, I think it just, it helps you out so much. And he, I think one of the reasons to me that his music is so good to a lot of people and it's not, you know, he has music on the radio. He has some deep cuts that people love, but I've never really heard somebody say, no, I don't really like Travis Scott. It's and true. I think it's because a part of it is he knows the producing and I feel like he just puts so much time and effort into the producing it to make it sound the way it is. And it just sounds incredible every time. Yeah, I think it, I think, well, I think, I think that's a, definitely a big part of it. I think it, but it all, I think it all boils down to just him crafting this such a unique sound. I mean, you think about who, who doesn't love T-Pain, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I do. I think I've, I've, I don't hear very many people say I hate T-Pain. And I think that was because he really took this auto tune that, that it was a thing, but he took it to a whole nother level, right? And really cr created and crafted his, his own sound. I'll tell you this, Foshi, I think that your question, your proposal here of how many people are more rap are, um, uh, producers and rappers, I think that percentage is much higher than people think. I really do. You know, even guys like J. Cole. J. Cole is one of the biggest rappers in the world. And every once in a while, he still will have a production credit. He's, he's a producer too, but he has no, he doesn't have any tags on his beats or anything like that. You would never know unless you look at, at, the, at the actual credits, which is, you know, it's interesting. I will say this. When I first, and this is what, like when I first heard Travis, would I think that he'd be where he is today? No, I, I wouldn't. Because Al Farrell as a whole, it was like, okay, it was cool. But there were some legit, legit songs where you could see the potential. Like, wow. But I remember the big thing for me, Foshi, and this is how it's going to date me because I don't, I don't know if people care about this anymore. But that came out in 2011. And at the time, I remember this big, this big controversy because I was so, I was very in tune with, with the hip hop world at that time. And uh, I remember this big controversy about like, so he, he signed to good, to good music, but there was this big thing about T.I. and Grand Hustle uh, his label also signed Travis. And it was like this thing that they were like telling people that they signed him, but he was telling people that he didn't sign, but like they had a something and I might be butchering this a little bit, but something along the lines of like, he let released a beat or a song, but then they had to can it. And then next thing you know, it popped up on good music. And I was always great. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then he comes out with this music. I'm like, wow, I'm really loving this. And then what solidified for it, what I was like, Hmm. Okay. Is back at that time, it might still be, I don't know. I was really, really on top of the freshman. Double XL had a, fre a freshman list, okay? And every year, Double XL, the magazine, would release, you know, top 10, 12, 15, whatever of, hey, here's the newest freshman in, in the game. Watch out for these guys or girls. They are legit. Nowadays, I think those lists are kind of weak. But back in the day, they were really powerful, man. Like, I remember the first time Mac Miller got on the freshman list. It was like, whoa, you know, this guy went from, YouTube videos to the double XL. I remember the first time logic when I, when I, you know, I, I had gone with logic all the way back to day one. I remember it was like, Whoa, finally this, I also had this same kind of feeling with Travis when he made it. I think it was a few years later, 2013, 14 ish. Uh, he made that double XL. And I feel like that honestly was the jumping off. And I could be wrong here, but for me personally, I felt like that was the real jumping off period where it was like, okay, 
this guy, because I believe, I don't remember what the next release for him was. It might have actually been his first album. Um, it could have been Rodeo, actually. I don't, I think he released, so he released a couple songs before Rodeo. It was like the lead up to the Rodeo. And I feel like people were really, like he got some serious buzz while at the same time he was still producing. And I really think from there, it was like just the steep incline of, of just a huge projection. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I just, you know, while you were talking about the XXL uh, freshman class, I actually pulled up. So he was a 2013 freshman class on the, mm-hmm. on the cover. And it was Schoolboy Q, Trinidad James, Joey Badass, Ooh. Absol, Logic, Ooh. Action Ooh. Bronson, Kirko Banks, Travis Scott, Dizzy Wright, and Angel Hayes. Ooh. Those are all oh the my. guys Dude, that are that on. is a loaded class. I love that. That is, that's, yeah. that's great. That is great, man. Yeah, th- yeah. There's, a, there's actually a website that I'm looking at now of like, they actually ranked the top 10 uh, freshman class power rankings on XXL. So we might have to like, gotta, look at that too at some time because that's a, that's a lot of fun. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Wow. That's, that's a lot of fun. But yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I really love his music. He actually dropped a new song today or yesterday, I think, that came out. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm, so I can't wait to see what he does next. Uh, I'm definitely in for sure. And I need to go back and listen to all of the other things that he's, that he's done because he's done a lot. And I mean, it's, it's, He's definitely one of the most, I mean, most popular, most famous rappers in, you know, going right now. But that also segues into what he's doing outside of music, which is, I looked up some of these things. Um, It's crazy. He's absolutely exploded. He's taken over everything. His shoes are selling on StockX, which is a secondary market, anywhere between $365 and $1,500. He has hoodies selling for two hundred plus dollars. He has a tie dye T shirt that is just a tie dye T shirt selling for one hundred and twenty dollars. He has a Houston Rockets bobblehead that somebody I guess they went to because he's a big Rockets fan. He's from Houston, close to Houston, mm-hmm. and I guess they gave a, a Travis Scott bobblehead away at one of the games. Somebody is selling that for one hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> he he has the McDonald's, uh, you know, the McDonald's Travis Scott meal, which has caused a quarter pounder shortage around the United States. From what I've seen, it's basically just a quarter pounder with bacon, a Sprite, fries, and barbecue sauce. Some barbecue sauce, which yeah, I mean, I would have never guessed that was a huge thing, but people are yep. going nuts for that. That's he has, good. I mean, it's crazy. He's everywhere. I, can you take a guess at? And I was kind of surprised at this number. What his, according to uh, Business Insider and CelebrityNetWorth.com, what is Travis Scott's net worth? I don't know, but I was actually just looking that up, and I think what I what I came across was actually Forbes, um, and I, okay. I don't know if this was one year or not, but I think they're I think they're claiming that last year he made thirty nine million dollars alone, which I don't know yeah. if that's true, but I don't if, if his net worth that means his I don't know what's his net worth maybe fifty million then. So according to so Business Insider has him at forty, and CelebrityNetWorth.com has him at fifty, which is insane. I mean, he well, but he no- has so many. So it says here. Uh, in a touring year, Travis can easily earn between forty and sixty million dollars total from his various endeavors. So I mean that that includes you know he's getting a cut of McDonald's. When his shoes go on sale, they're gone. I mean minutes, they're gone. And they are. I mean I'm not gonna lie to you. Have you looked at his shoes? No. Who who, who what brand is he with? I think they're Nikes. Okay. I mean no, they I've never are. Seen I mean I I they're not. They're hideous. <laughs> I think they're like the, I would never wear them. I would never buy them. I think they're some of the ugliest things I've ever seen, but that's me. I mean, people lose their minds over them. And I think part of it is just because people want them because they're such collector's things or they know that they can buy them for 
150 bucks and then resell them for 400 because people are losing their minds right now. But it's just absolutely insane to think about where he kind of was. He was, you know, a, a hip hop guy, a rapper. He kind of, I feel like the first time that I really heard him. So I knew Antidote and Goosebumps because I'm, I'm you know, I like hip hop and everything. But I feel like the first time a lot of people knew him and he exploded was on Sicko. Uh, sicko what is it? Sicko? That's Sicko World. Mode. Uh, Sicko Mode. Mode. Yeah. Sicko yep. Mode with Drake, with Drake and Astroworld. So, I, and then of course he is with Kylie Kardashian, which puts him out there for everybody. I mean, anytime you're with, anytime you're spotted with the Kardashian, your, your status just goes from, you know, middle of the road to astronomical. You just become famous. He's got a kid with her. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's just insane. The, the stuff that he's doing right now. Uh, where, where did this come from? How did this happen? Well, I mean, I, you, this, this is why I kind of wanted to, you know, I'm, we're at the meat of this now. And I, and I kind of want to ask you, it kind of comes back to not why we're having this conversation, but why this popped up to you. Because, Fosh, I kind of want to present a question to you. And that is, why does this seem almost impossible to you or not understandable? I guess here's, here's my proposal to you is we have other artists that are like this, right? I keep comparing like Drake has ascended to this level. Um, but what's been interesting to me is that it, I will say this, it does not blow my mind that somebody like Travis had, or, or that an artist, a musician has ascended to this level. Like we have other artists to this level. Is it interesting about Travis Scott though? To me? Yes, slightly. And I'll tell you why that is for me, his actual sound as amazing and much of, I love it. And I've already professed all that love, right? mainstream wise, it's not quite what you're used to. And what I no. mean by that is you, you would kind of expect somebody like Drake to get to that level because Drake, as much as you dislike the man for <laughs> some reason, uh, nobody knows why he does a little bit of everything. And so he might have some hardcore. He might have a little bit of, uh, you know, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, you know, old school hip hop conscious rap. He also has a lot of R&B. He also has a lot of slow. He also does a lot of, you know, he's done uh, like house stuff, uh, dubstep minimal, but also like, um, you know, he's got a couple um, uh, foreign songs. Like uh, he's, he's all over the place, right? Uh, but a lot of it, a lot of slow, like Drake kind of early on made his name for being like the very slow poppy guy. So I could see that, but, but Trav is not like, the poppy guy, you know what I mean? So like, it's interesting that the younger generation is connecting and attaching to him so much for me because his sound is much more like, like I said, kind of hard, a little more aggressive, dark, but at the same time, I think it leads to more of a, more of a live feel, more of a live entertainment. You know, one of the big knocks on rap and hip hop as a genre as whole that I have heard from my entire life is people are like, I don't really care about going seeing them live because like rappers just kind of, they play music and then they just kind of stand there. Some guys move, Travis Scott's are not like that. You know, they're like legit mosh pits. He's going psycho. People are going crazy. It's insane. I think that has a big allure to it. And to hit off your point, Foshi, last year alone, his tour made something crazy, like $55 million or something alone. It was, I think, regarded as like blew everybody else's hip hop wise, at least their tour away. So I don't know. That's been the interesting part. I could see where some of it connects, but to the level that it has, like him having this whole free Fortnite 
concert, <laughs> you have to connect to that that level of a, of the younger generation that I don't think anybody else has. That has been the interesting part to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's you know that that's definitely it's so. I didn't even bring up the Fortnite thing, which I kind of forgot about it until I just looked. With you brought it up, and I was scrolling through this article. But that's the thing. I mean, what there's probably three Travis Scott songs that you'll hear on the radio, right? Antidote, Goosebumps, and then Sicko Mode. He's he's on. I mean, that's it, right? I mean, there's not many other songs that well, you're really going to hear. I mean, and definitely not so, on like, definitely like, you know, on, on if you're listening to like a hip hop station, you'll hear them. But if it's like, you know, uh, just a mainstream, like like here we have Z1077, they play pop, they play some hip hop, but they're not playing. I mean, they're literally the, probably the only song that they're playing is Sicko Mode, I would say. They're not playing anything else besides by Travis Scott. And it's just, but that's what's interesting. You can't for, but you can't forget about his features, though. He's got, he, he's, I'm true. telling you, he's, he's on a lot of songs that are not his. And that's the other interesting part is that his songs alone, like the point that you're getting to might not be exactly what you'd think. But the songs that he's on, I think, really have what ha- has helped him kind of take it to another level. I mean, I don't know the list in front of me, but if you go through that list, I bet you you'll find some like really, really big artists that, that have collabed with him that made it to the radio. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, that's true. You could be right. I think you're right on that. Um, but that's, it's just so interesting to me that he went from, you know, you know, up and coming hip hop guy rapper to now he's partnering with Nike and partnering with McDonald's. And, and I think I, I you know, the more I sit here and think about it, I think that missing thing was just, when he hooked up with the Kardashians, I think everybody was like, Oh, who's this guy? And that like, obviously that that's not fair probably to him to say, because he was, he was famous. He was popular. He's a very talented guy. But I think anytime that you get with a Kardashian or get in that circle, your celebrity, like I said, it, I mean, you could be any kind of celebrity and you get with them, you get pictures, paparazzi, you're notarized. I think your notary and, and celebrity just shoots through the roof. And then every, you know, everybody else is like, Oh, we got to get with this guy while he's hot. And he starts making shoes. He starts making hoodies. He starts, I, I couldn't believe I was so, it was so crazy to think to see this Travis Scott meal at McDonald's and people are just going crazy for it. Like it was just so interesting to me and I, man, I'm all for it. I think it's awesome the way that he has exploded and gotten so popular and I'm all, you know, I'm all about people getting theirs. So I think it's, it's really sweet and really awesome for him. But I think, you know, the more I think, sit here and think about it, I think, um, getting with the Kardashians, getting in that circle, getting the paparazzi, the notoriety just blew his celebrity up a whole nother level. And now he's, he is not like profiting off of it, but doing, it feels like he's doing stuff that he wants to do and people love it. People just love all of those, all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, listen, the, the Kardashians thing is going to always keep your name in the tabloids in the news. I mean, listen, that's, that's the fact, right? That, and so I think that's fair. I would say, though, that the reason that the Kardashian kind of came about is I think his music took him to this, this place. And then the Kardashians just took him like times 100. To, that yeah. place, though, was already extremely high. Um, and I'm trying to look up his billboard charts because I don't actually know, like, you know, with Drake. That guy's setting like the most crazy, the craziest billboard records ever. No one's going to ever touch Drake's records for numbers of songs and time on the billboards and plays and streams. Like, I don't think anybody will ever come close ever, ever. But I'd be interested to see where Trav kind of lines up with him because I I don't know what his stats are necessarily. And uh, I bet you they're great, but I bet you they're not as great as we think. I don't know. Sicko Mode probably is probably an all-time streamer. Like, 
I don't know what the, the, the stream counts are, but I bet you that that's pretty high. Here's something that's interesting, Foshi. This is what blows my mind about this. I'm reading some stuff on this. And to add to your point about like how, what level we're talking about here, this might not seem like a big deal to people, but I will have to have to admit when that McDonald's commercial came out, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Out of all these people, athletes, celebrities in general, you know, whoever it is, icons. Interesting that is Travis Scott, right? Very interesting to me. First of all, I want to say something. These things just don't happen, man. And I'll tell you right now, according to Wikipedia, which is anything but credible, right? Uh, <laughs> this McDonald's partnership apparently is the only the second in history. And it's only number two. The last time they did it was back in 1992 with Michael Jordan when they yeah. launched the McJordan burger. Okay. Think about that for a second. That's how iconic we're talking about right now. That is crazy. To also the Fortnite, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I want to say the Fortnite thing was not like a, I think it was kind of teased, but it wasn't like a, hey, get ready for this date. I, I think they did that right before launch. Something crazy, like 27, 30 million live viewers or something for this Fortnite thing. Just, I mean, that's insane, man. I, I, Fushi, if you would have told me back when I'm listening to Al Farrell, if I had any inkling <laughs> that this would happen, there is no, not a shot in the world. I would say this guy's going to release great music and I will always be a big fan. But you're right, man. I, to add to your point here, to this level, no. I can honestly say I, there's no way I could have predicted that. See, and that's what's so interesting to me is that it's, if, if that's true, it's only the second time McDonald's has ever partnered with a celebrity or athlete or musician to do some sort of special you know, meal or burger. And it's just so interesting to me that Travis Scott is the guy that's, that got that. You know, not somebody like Drake or not somebody right. like right. Ariana Grande or right. not somebody like LeBron or somebody like that. It's right. just so interesting. And like I said, I definitely don't want to take away from his talent or from, you know, what he's done to get himself to this point because that's awesome. I mean, he's doing everything right. He's been, you know, awesome. He's a great musician, obviously a great producer and a great, you know, merchandiser person that, that gets his name out there. I mean, he was selling, I, I was looking at something earlier. He was selling like denim jeans, denim shorts, jorts, you know, the yep. things that we make fun of people that wear because mm -hmm. with McDonald's logo on them. And I think they were like $200. He was selling a chicken nugget body pillow, a body yes. pillow in the shape of a chicken nugget yes. for $90. And it yes. sold out in minutes. <laughs> and that, that was part so of his, crazy. that was part of his McDonald's partnership. Yeah. So he, he apparently he released McDonald's inspired like clothing and action figures, but were branded yeah. for his Cactus Jack label. So the connection, I mean, it's just that's what I'm saying. And that's, that's like the smartest thing is, He's, you know, McDonald's is obviously like, oh, we're going to partner off this guy and profit off of him. But he's got to be getting, I mean, he's getting figures, he's getting clothing, he's getting merchandise, he's getting all this other stuff that his name is everywhere. I mean, he's in that commercial. He's a little action figure in the commercial. I mean, it's just so, it's so cool to see somebody that has just basically, you know, produced, done music, and then he's reached this other set of fame. And now he's just, he's exploded. He's through the roof. He's, like I said, he's arguably one of the biggest, not even hip-hop uh, rappers, musicians, but just in general, one of the biggest musicians going right now. I guarantee if you, were to ask, if you were to ask 10 people, if you were to ask 10 people, let's just say a year ago, if they knew who Travis Scott was, I guarantee, let's below 50% will say, oh yeah, I know who that is. But I guarantee if you ask 10 people now, 
you're probably oh, yeah. getting at least oh, eight yeah. people that are like, oh yeah, I know who that is. They might not know what he does, but they could say, oh yeah, that's the guy that has the McDonald's thing. It's cr- it's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, no, and by the way, I want everyone to know that, that I don't know about Foshi here, but I I love that all of this is happening. I like switching oh, yeah. up. I like having new people in this, especially people that like this, like you're saying, for me, have come out of nowhere from the ground up. It's amazing. So let's talk about this for a second, Foshi. Do you care? Can we get into some numbers real quick? Because I feel sure. like, what to, to piggyback off what you're saying, like, let's let's support why he got to that level before we said the, the, the Kardashian connection really kind of took, at least in the tabloid, side of things up another level okay i'm looking at i'm working off of wikipedia we know not the greatest it's anything but credible but probably close right um let's yeah. talk about a few things okay rodeo his first album peaked at uh number three on the billboards we're talking okay. about this is it went platinum uh, so it went silver gold then ended up going platinum um birds in the trap sing mcknight um mm. that was which i i love that that uh, man that album is uh, all the way through it is amazing that peaked at number one for the U.S. It peaked on the on the R&B. It par- peaked on the rap. That is, uh, let's see, also uh, platinum. Okay, so that went so that went gold, platinum too. Uh, and then Astro World, 2018. That went number one across the board in all categories, basically uh, across the world. It's literally in every country. It peaked at number one. It he went he it sold. Which by the way, this is in the streaming world. It has it is showing as legitimate sales as five hundred thirty eight thousand units, which is huge today when the streaming. This this one went three times platinum, three times platinum. So we're talking a like you said that Astro World is just next level, man. And then on top of that, we have other we have other projects like for example, Huncho Jack, which is mm-hmm. a which is a combo album with him and Quavo uh, from from Migos. That peaked at number three. You know, um, on, on the billboard, he has uh, Jack Boys, the one that, that, that with with Jack Boys uh, came out. That peaked at number one when it came out, um, and that just came out last year. So, uh, you know, and that that's just his own music. That's none of his features, which I don't even have that stuff in front of me. That's none of his production credits, which don't have any of that in front of me either. But I I know that. Let's let's go. Let's scroll to um, over here. I, I think there's a okay. So, and then let's talk about awards for a second, right? How many awards is, you know, even though I don't think you and I are like the biggest award people, but it, it, it is fun for these kinds of conversations. He's been, he's been nominated for just about every single thing, honestly. Um, and he has, let's see, what he won for last year was he won a Billboard Music Award for top streaming song, which for Sicko Mode. And it looks like he was, he won, a couple BT awards, Teen Choice, whatever. But if you scroll down to the Grammy section, this guy was, he's been nominated for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five best rap songs. And Astroworld last year was nominated for best rap album overall. So this guy's in a, even in the Grammy conversation, which is crazy, yeah. which I could say even back in Al Farrell is a big jump for me. I, I could see maybe the Grammy side, but man, to see all of these uh, just nominations and some of these victories, and to go three times platinum, and I bet you his streaming is in the billions. I have no idea what it is. But, Foshi, we're talking next level, man. It's pretty crazy. So let me ask you this. With all this summarized back to you, is the point of this conversation for you, does it surprise you because you don't necessarily think that it makes sense for him? Or is it just surprising to you that, in general, somebody, a musician, specifically a hip-hop slash rapper artist, could make this kind of media pop culture impact? Like where, where on that spectrum, you know, does this, do the root of this convo kind of fall? 
Yeah, I think it's more the second one, but I also think it's 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 a little bit of both because, like you said, we you never even for you know I was going to bring up on that the Grammys conversation. Astro World had to be one of the biggest, like you said, it was number one all uh, across the world. So why wasn't it nominated for best album of the year? The Grammys never recognizes hip hop as a, as a music category. So I would definitely put it up there as one of the best albums of the year when it came out. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's partly it's, it's that because hip hop and rappers don't necessarily get the notoriety and celebrity that other musicians do or other even, you know, let's just group them all as celebrities, other celebrities do. Um, so it's interesting to see somebody like a, a rapper at all, you know, just think about how big Lil Wayne was for all those years. Mm-hmm. Never would this, would we be like, oh yeah, he's going to get this deal. That would never happen. Um, so that's interesting. But yeah, I, I just, it's just so interesting to me. I just feel like he has completely exploded and now he's doing shoes and now with Nike, now he's doing this McDonald's thing. And I feel like it's just this guy that, you know, I mean, like, like you said, his music was always big. His music was always a huge thing. But if you were to ask me a couple, even a couple of years ago, like would, you know, what's going to happen with Travis Scott? I would say, oh, it's probably going to be like one of the biggest hip hop, maybe like a big hip hop guy, but he's never going to go past that. And I think it would be so interesting to, to be able to talk to people that do skyrocket like this and be like, you know, you obviously always thought you were going to be famous and you obviously always thought you're going to be a big time celebrity, but was it, in your plan to not only do music, but branch out and do partnerships. Obviously you want to do partnerships with Nike and McDonald's and all those things. Cause those are the biggest things, but was it like part of your plan to branch out and just be touching all these different things and being so successful at it? Because like I said, whenever his shoes go up on Nike, they sell out or, you know, the sneakers app, they sell out in 30 seconds, whenever he has, and then people resell them for four or five times what they're worth whenever he has clothing or any sort of clothing deal, the McDonald's thing is causing a quarter pounder shortage across the country. So it's just so interesting. I would just love to be able to talk to him honestly and be like, was, you know, did you see this, you know, was this always part of the plan or did it, was it just something that came along and then you were able to partner with these people? But I think it's even bigger than that. I think it's them partnering with him too. I think he probably doesn't just go in and be like, Oh yeah, I'll do this. He's going to say, okay, yeah, I want the meal. But I also want all of these other, the clothes, uh, the body pillow, all this other random stuff that people are just going to recognize and, and know and see that for. So I think it's, it's part of, it's both, it's, it's a little bit of both, I think. I think that's a huge, a huge part of it is what, what you just ended on. I think it's because everything about him and how he operates, I feel like is unique. It's really how I feel like how he wants to do it. And what I mean by that is I've already discussed at length, right? How unique his sound that he created was. But what about this meal, right? This isn't just a unique, <laughs> yeah. it's a unique deal. What about his concert, that Astroworld tour? Probably one of the most unique setups ever. The yep. guy had legit carnival rides and was like a circus on stage. Like there were actually rides that were in mo- like motion. And, you know, I, you've seen anybody can go YouTube videos from how crazy that is. It, it's just, it, it, was an, it was a true experience. You know, I kind of bummed that I didn't get to go, but look at the ticket prices when that was going around town. You know, it was, it was insane. Uh, so it seems like everything that he does has his own kind of unique Travis Scott touch to it. And I think that's what really has paved his way that has made that jump. You know, did he plan for it? Well, I'm sure he did. Right. But if he was to say, what was the thing? I bet you he would say that it probably isn't one thing that it was just his style and his uniqueness that he brings to, I feel like every facet of what he does, which when you think about something that way, 
that's when those real artists get real up to that top, top level. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least that's kind of how I view it. So really is crazy. It really is wild. And I remember you texting me saying like, dude, I cannot believe this. Like Travis Scott, you know, it really, I think it was the McDonald's thing. When that McDonald's partnership came out, I think you were just kind of mind blown sitting there thinking, has anybody else gone to this level? And I think it's a fair question. You know, I, yeah. I honestly, what blows my mind, Foshi, and I'll say this forever. I just can't believe he has almost like in a lot of partnerships and deals, at least publicly in culture, I don't want to say has hopped over Drake, but like, this is a deal that you would expect. I don't know. I just would, I don't know why I just would yeah. expect Drake to get the first, you know what I mean? I, I feel like this would be a Drake thing. I, it's awesome that it's Travis, but it, it's very interesting. Yeah. I think you're hundred percent right. Um, I have two other questions and then, and then we can yeah, have some closing thoughts and get out of here. My first question is, will you be getting the Travis Scott McDonald's meal? <laughs> no, sorry, Trav. <laughs> I, I, I don't do McDonald's in general. Um, only time I get McDonald's is if I'm on a super, super long road trip because there's a McDonald's every 25 feet and it just happens yeah. to be that way. I mean, it's not like we choose it or anything, but no, no, I won't. And uh, I also, if I went to McDonald's, I'm sorry, but um, no, it's just not my thing. <laughs> what are you, are you going for it? I have not. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Every once in a while, I just get a random, uh, a random feeling for McDonald's and I'll run through and get a couple of cheeseburgers or something, but it's been a while and, I don't know. I mean, if, if they keep doing it, if it's like a long-term thing, then yeah, maybe sometime when I run in there, I'll be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll grab it and see what it's all about. But I mean, it just seems like a normal thing. It doesn't seem like it's too crazy. It seems like something yeah. I could just ask for at any time and they'd make it. But I, I'm, I, think, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I might, I might check it out sometime. I can't say I think no. that's the, I think that's the genius of it. It is such a simple order that anybody w- w- would get that. I'll tell you this. This is how boring I am. If you catch me at McDonald's, here's what I'm getting. Two McChickens, two McDoubles. Call it a day. Boom. Mm. Okay, my last question, and then we can have our, our closing thoughts. Are there any celebrities, actors, actresses, athletes, musicians, directors, whatever, that you would go this hard for, that you support, that you would go to, let's just say your, you know, your favorite fast food restaurant or just a, a regular fast food restaurant if they had a meal? Is there anybody that you would go this hard for? Uh, like specifically on the meal side of things? Well, just, or, or in general, like they drop a pair of shoes or they drop uh, a hoodie or, uh, you know, any, anything at all. Yeah. You have problem. To, I think, I think, I think where we're separated is, so there's obviously people, musicians and actors that we, if they come out with a movie or an album, we're going to download it and listen to it or go to the theater and see it. I think where the line is, is if they come out with clothing or anything past that, where you have to pay a more significant value to get that product. Is there anybody where that comes to mind that you would support and, and who is it? And if not, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There probably is. I mean, nothing that I come, I mean, there's only a couple things that come off the, 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 to mind right now, but excuse me, it's probably, I don't know if it's any kind of musical artist. You know, the first thing that comes to mind for me is uh, our, our athletes. And on top of that, they're not okay. just athletes. They're usually the hometown athletes. So for us, hmm. St. Louis guys, the first two that come to my mind are Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum. I, I support them with whatever and anything that they do. I, I absolutely love them. And both of them have have kind of come off on their own, um, you know, their their own things, their own products. You know, and I, I really am still trying to, I really want to get my hands on and would pay a pretty penny for Jason Tatum's specialized shoes that, well, he refuses to hit the market uh, because yep. there's, but 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 that's because they're repping St. Louis so hard. You know what I mean? But if you're talking about just a general artist or 
celebrity in general? No, I really can't think of anything other than somebody who has honestly like a, like a hometown connection. What about you? Yeah, I, we talk about this every time we watch a, a Celtics game is on TV or whatever, but God, Jason Tatum, just please re- release your shoes. Make you Nike, to. whatever, Jordan, whoever you're Jordan. with. Just yep. please, God, just get them out there. They're, they're going to sell like crazy. People love them. Um, so Tatum is definitely up there for me. Um, yeah, I, I, a lot of athletes came to mind for me. But then as, as I was sitting here thinking about it, it's like, you know, would I, it, I think there would still be a cap. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't, I would, you know, buy shoes or whatever. But I think Patrick Mahomes is one. That guy just seems like just a cool dude. Uh, somebody that I support for sure. And it would be interesting, you know, now looking back, if this person came up when we were this age instead of when we were in high school, like old Lil Wayne, you and I both ride or die for him. We did a whole episode a while ago that, uh, that was, I think, over two hours. We talked about his whole discography. That was a blast. And I think back then, we didn't, you know, we we're in high school and whatever, and we grade school and didn't have any money. But now, if he was coming up and he's making hoodies and he's making shoes and all this other stuff, I think that's definitely somebody that I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'm for sure supporting that. I think it'd be, it'd be awesome. It'd be cool to, you know, to see that now, to see what it would be like. Because I, and I also, you know, you also think about it. I don't, I don't really know if those opportunities were around back then. Like, you no, know, I, it, I don't think, I, don't, no. I just don't think nobody was like, oh, let's partner with this. Mm-hmm. not even musician, but let's partner with this celebrity and have him come out with some shoes or have him come out with a clothing line that everybody's going to support. That was, I feel like that was really rare. And now it's like almost everybody has those kind of things. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that the connections were quite there. The marketing wasn't quite there. And, you know, just thinking about this, like I've just never been much of a merch guy. I know I just said about yeah. the shoes, but you know, I, I've never been like a, mer- you know, I would say like what, what, what rappers used to always say, at least what I would hear is growing up is, how they really make their mo- the most money is touring and off of mm-hmm. not only the tour, sure. the ticket sales, but the, the merchandise that they're selling there. I've never been one of those guys, you know, I, I, people that I love, like, like one of my all time favorite top rappers, tech nine. Right. Um, and I, I've proclaimed my love for him on, on many podcasts before, but I literally only have one shirt from him and that's the only merch I've ever had. And I didn't buy, it was a gift to me. I just, it's not that I don't support them. I buy all of their albums, you know, and I, 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 I you know, we, we bought his beer when he, you know, the Bulu when yeah, he was coming yeah. out. Like, so we will, we will step out, but I feel like maybe it's just the actual uh, lane or category. Like clothing, not necessarily. Shoes, maybe. Clothing, not really. But like, if you come out with a drink or something, you know, I don't know. So would I be more, to tie this back to the Travis Scott thing, I'd probably be, which is, I think this is a genius part about it. I, it's like somebody like me, would be probably more more willing and probably have a better odds to try something like a McDonald's meal than I would buying shoes, a toy figure, a shirt, shorts, jeans. You know what I mean? It's just like easier access and um, it, it's not something that's super over, you know what I mean? It's like accessible to any, to any and everyone. But I think it's more of a personalized thing for me. I just, I don't think I fit into those other categories as far as like being a consumer. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, I think that's fair. I think everybody has, you know, certain things that obviously certain things they like or certain things that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll support and do whatever. But I, yeah, I think we've definitely hashed it out pretty well here. I think we're both big Travis Scott fans. Me, not you, you obviously longer than I have, but I'm here now and I'm going to go back and listen to some of his old stuff and check it out. Um, I don't think I'll be spending $90 on the body pillow. 
Mm. Uh, I don't think I'll be buying any of his shoes unless he changes the style a lot, which is cool. <laughs> I mean, I, they're just not for me. I know a lot of people really like them, but you know, everybody yeah. has their own style and everything. Yeah. Um, maybe someday I'll be rolling through McDonald's and I'll just say, eh, fuck it. I'll, I'll try it. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to Travis Scott. Yeah. We are both, we're, you know, we both love music, everything you're doing. I think it's, it's, it's pretty damn cool. And, uh, I think I, we, I speak for both of us that next, if you know, when COVID does go away and people start touring again and come out with new albums and Travis Scott comes through, uh, we will be there and we will be experiencing Travis Scott live. Do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to give out to the people before we get out of here? I think you summed it up pretty well. You know, obviously we're, we're, we're big fans. Um, so all of the questions that we've proposed today, tonight are not questions of doubt. You know, they're just questions of, it's just yeah. an interesting kind of introspective kind of thinking, you know, things that we do. But I will say this, Foshi, my closing thoughts are this. I am very interested and cannot wait to see what happens when his next album drops. I think mm. he's going to break the internet. I think he's going to break all the streaming sites. Just like if every album that Drake comes out with, I think I think this one's going to be on the next level. And knowing him, which is going to be interesting, he might find a very new and interesting way to release it. We've already seen with the Fortnite thing, it might not just be a straight release. Who knows what he's going to do? It's going to be creative. It's going to be unique. It's going to fit into the Travis Scott schema that we've seen all these other things. And I can't wait for it, man. It's going to be great. I know it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the perfect way to get out of here. Uh, what are your thoughts out there on Travis Scott? And are there any celebrities you ride that hard for? You'd go to McDonald's, get a meal, or, or order some shoes. Let us know. Goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Find Going Off Topic on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. Uh, make sure to give us a follow. You know, slide into our DMs. We're always looking to inter- interact with people. Check out what you're listening to, what you like. Head over to anythingbutcredible.com for all the networks, pod, all the network podcasts and blogs. I mean, it's a great website. You get anything but credible podcast, offended podcast, going off topic podcast, going on topic blog. You can get it all right there. Anythingbutcredible.com. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Shout out to Bizzard Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.